Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Louis Phillips. Oh, making it great every day, every day, every day. Uh, speaking of not making it great, I had this meeting the other day. You know, I, uh, it was in Oklahoma City, uh, Edmond area, Edmondish. It was around there. So the meeting was great. I was feeling good about myself, feeling good about everything that happened. Uh, with with this uh, this business meeting, couldn't have went any better, and and so we actually had the meeting, which is a funny place to to have a meeting. We had it at the Cracker Barrel, and if you're like, why would you do that? Well, it was at two o'clock. It was a central location. It wasn't it wasn't eating time, so we didn't eat while we were there. But you know, you could 
lay some stuff out on the table and talk about what we were talking about. And, and everything was great. So, you know, feeling like a million dollars as I climb in my vehicle. And uh, I got to head home because this meeting was like two and a half hours, uh, close to five. And so, you know, I had a basketball game Friday night. You know, big time announcing. Big, big announcing game. Um, I'm in the Cracker Barrel parking lot. I drive 25 feet, probably 25 feet. I'm going two miles an hour. And, like, I hear this noise, and it, it sounds like the whole back half of my vehicle is going to fall off. I mean, that's what it sounds like. And so I get out, and I open my door. I can hear, I'm like, oh, man, everybody knows that sound. And so, uh, you know, I don't know. Probably on the show, I said I had a blowout about, I don't know, like a month ago, something like this. So I'm like, there's no way. These are brand-new tires, man. There's no way. And so when I walk around and look, this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in the flat tire game. When it comes to the flat tire game, never seen this before. I'm looking at a pair of pliers. It's like a foot-long pair of pliers, and half of the pliers is stuck in my tire. Like a foot-long pair. I've never, I've never, if tires are on the ground and they're flat, don't you just drive over them? I mean, how does, it's, it's like the, it's like the pliers were standing on end. There's, that's the only way that they could have went in my tire the way they did it. That's how it's it, right? So now I'm like, uh oh, well, I got this game. And, uh, you know, I'm fresh off this meeting with this guy who I just met. And, uh, you know, I felt, felt good about it. Like I said, uh, we parted ways. And, uh, you know, little did I know the guy I was going to have the meeting with. Um, oh, oh yeah. So I drove out of the parking lot and went across the street to the truck stop. And so I was, I was attempting to change my tire like I was NASCAR. And so I don't know if, once again, I don't know if I said it on a previous show, but when I had that, the, the previous flat tire, I didn't have the, um, setup required for my vehicle. It just wasn't there because I bought a used vehicle. So there's no jack or anything. Well, I didn't know that until the day, but I had purchased two jacks after the last time thought I had the stuff. Well, now my spare tire thing won't come down. So now I look like I don't know how to change a tire in front of this guy who, I, you know, I, the meeting was great. I think uh, he thought I was going to be a, a pretty good asset uh, in the insurance world. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so now he sees me. Uh, I can't change a tire. So he gets out and he stares at me for like 30 minutes. Can't get this thing down. I'm giving a lot of effort, but I'm not giving that much effort. Cause remember I got a game to go to. And so, um, you know, I, I was dressed up for the meeting. I didn't want to get dirty. So I was trying my hardest to, to not do that. Anyway, the, there's four dudes there ended up, there ended up being four dudes trying to change a tire. You can't change a tire. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like I, I, like I was a failure in life skills. This is kind of what I felt like. Um, but it wasn't my fault. The equipment wasn't working. So we finally jacked it up, got the tire, went to discount tire, put a new one on. Um, I drove uh, at an above rate of speed. I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I made good time. So right when I walk in the gym, uh, the guy who's helped me out, it's introduction time as I'm walking in. I missed all that. I set my bags down, and uh, he just handed me the microphone. He's like, all right, here you go, bro. That was it. I made it. So just so you know, I'm still an undefeated announcer. Still haven't lost. Never lost a game announcing. I don't even know what it's like to lose a game when you're, when you're announcing. 
kind of a kind of an odd deal. So yeah, that that was it. So I felt ridiculous though. I mean, there are some things I know how to do that's considered manly, and then there's a lot of stuff that I don't know how to do. Uh, like you know, I'm in the middle of trying to start this business right now. I'll give you another example. I don't know how to make websites, and I know you can go to like a hundred different sites and get websites made. Yeah, maybe you can, but I also know people who make it seem so simple, and they're like, oh, man, you don't need anybody. Just do it yourself. It's like, oh, I'll go to Wix. So I, I don't know how to do that stuff. I'm not very technically savvy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, Stone Age or anything, but there's just stuff I don't know how to do. I don't know how to make websites. If I did, I'd be a website maker guy, you know, or whatever they call themselves. You ever just been out in public? Uh, and held the door open for somebody. You know, I do it all the time. I, I do. But the other day, uh, I held the door open for this. It was a guy and a girl. It, look, it looked like a guy and two girls. Uh, and they were about 50 years old. And then one of the ladies was probably 55. And I'm just guessing age here, but just to, so, you, so you get a visual. Basically old enough and have lived through the period uh, where people just did that because that's what you did. I'm not saying they don't do it now. But for real, people back, older people, that was just a thing that you did all over. So I'm standing there, and I'm holding the door for about, I don't know, 8 to 10 seconds, uh, just waiting for them to pass. And I don't know, this is how I hold the door open for people, because I don't want them to feel like, if it's a girl, like I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to flirt with them by holding the door open. So every time I hold the door, I actually face the other way and just hold it and wait for them to, you know, walk through and, and that's it. Uh, it's, it's just what I do. So people don't feel like I'm staring at them. Um, but they usually say, thank you. You know, they do. So I, uh, so I'm holding the door, just waiting for them to pass through. Remember it's, a, uh, I'm at a convenience store. So there's two doors. So I'm holding the door for them. They're the only people on the sidewalk and nobody's coming out of the store and they open the other door and walk in. You, you know how mad that made me? <laughs> like, you, I don't, I mean, look, this, I'm, I'm the kind that does this. When I, when I, if I'm at the store and I do that for somebody, I'm holding the door and then they walk through, I'm the kind that says, uh, you're welcome. You know, I, I'll usually give them one of those. Because if they're rude, then they need to know they're being rude. They need to know that they have, a, they were successful in what they were attempting to achieve. I have recognized that you're rude. And that's, so I'll like give them like a, yeah, you're welcome. You know, one of those things. This is weird thing, though. <laughs> I didn't do that, but I was mad. I was mad to the point to where I, when I walked to the to the back uh, of the store, uh, <laughs> I went to. There was a door, and that lady was coming towards me. Same door. Uh, she spoke. I said nothing, and uh, I let that door slam before she could grab it. I was fine with it. Cause that's what they did to me. Right. That's, that's, that's yeah. I mean, are you supposed to do that? Probably not. I'm just saying that's what I did. That's what happened. Well, do you guys hear that train? <laughs> By the way, there's, there's trains where I'm at. So, uh, it sounded like a trains cause, cause it's a train, a straight up train. So anyway, right. So, uh, so it slams and I, and I leave the store and I'm mad, you know, and I, I don't say anything. Like I didn't give them the, you know, you're welcome. I didn't do any of that. This is crazy talk. I don't even know these people. I have no idea who they are. I've never seen them in my life. 
So I get in my vehicle and I drive to my friend's house. It was his birthday, so we were celebrating uh, his day of life. Uh, but that but we were celebrating on Saturday. It's actually Valentine's Day is his actual birthday. But then the I'm at the house. I cannot believe I didn't tell that story because that was in my head. And that's usually the first thing that would come out of my mouth. Like, what, what, what was I thinking right that moment? That's what would come out of my head, typically. And it didn't. I didn't say anything. About three minutes later, that couple walks through the door. Walks through the door. Oh, yeah, side note to the, <laughs> to the story. I, found, I, I discovered leaving the parking lot that that lady that I let it slam in her face, uh, she wasn't even with those two. So, uh, sorry, sorry to that lady. Sorry. Remember how I said I didn't feel bad. I didn't till I realized she wasn't with those two. That's a side note, right? So now these two walk in the door and I'm, and, I, and I'm instantly, now I tell the story in the kitchen to the people who I'm around about the people who just walked in the living room. I'm like, listen guys, I can't even believe I didn't even tell you this story because I was, I'm mad about it and I can't believe I didn't bring it up first thing. I was like, but now I'm going to tell you, those people right there, I held the door, the door for at the store. They walked right, they, I was holding the door, they walked in the other door, walked right past me, acted like I, like I wasn't standing there holding it for them. I mean, I, I, I didn't like it. And, uh, that was it. Well, that wasn't totally it, but yeah, later in the night, um, I was like, hey man, so what you know, cause I'm 42. <laughs> Because I'm 42, and uh, it's just not a thing I'm going to do. We're all friends here, though I don't know you. I was like, uh, remember earlier when I held the door open for you at the store? I remember that. Uh, and he said, he's like, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I told her. I was like, hey, that's the guy that held the door open. I'm like, so you knew that I held the door open for you. Like, you knew that was me. So, I, yeah, I told him. I told him that I, I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate uh, uh, what he did and, uh, you know, whatever he stuttered about. But it makes me think, are people, I mean, is, do I think that guy's a nice guy? It's like the people that treat waiters and waitresses uh, rude. Uh, people that are just rude to waiters and waitresses for no, for no apparent reason. Do, do, I, do I like people like that? I don't know. You know, I mean, you're supposed to pray for him or whatever, but I'm just saying like, do I, I don't think I do look, I didn't say I hate him. I said, I don't like him. Um, you know, it just seems like your life would be easier if you were just nicer to people. It seems, I mean, it seems like, you know, I, there could be a thing where you get taken advantage of or whatever. Right. But the, wouldn't you just think if you were nice to people, your life would seem easier. Like you'd be less turmoil. Like those, they weren't that cool. The people weren't that cool. I'm just saying it like it is. Yeah, you weren't cool. Probably don't listen to this show, and they'll live if they do. Probably not making any, <laughs> probably not making a couple extra fans. I'm fine with it, but you know, it's just uh, it's just silly talk. So the other day, I, I went back to my hometown where I'm from um, because a family member had passed away, and so uh, not, there's nothing funny about about that. Uh, because you know, I always make light of things, um, and I am going to, but not the funeral itself. Actually, the the pastors were were uh, really awesome, and the service was was nice. So I'm not talking about that. I'm going to talk about this. When I walked up, 
Um, there's two, the two families, um, were outside and you know, this, the family, uh, I don't want to say their names, but the family walked in first and then the second family walked in. So, um, I, <laughs> cause I, I walked up as they were walking in, like I was kind of late. So I felt weird. And you know, I'm a guy that talks a lot, uh, especially to my family and tries to make jokes. This was not joke time, by the way. So, um, so I like, <laughs> I didn't know where to get in, and some of the family I don't know. I got to know who they were. So I managed to find my way. I think I split a husband and wife. Like, I actually think that I split. I think I split a husband and wife up in the seating arrangement. And uh, so that was a little awkward. Nobody said anything to me. All I noticed was that a little girl was about to sit in the seat next to me, uh, and then she looked at me like horrified and then moved the chair down. So the mom sat in front of me. So basically I'm sitting in between a husband and wife. And, uh, and to be honest, the, the husband guy, I didn't know them. He was not a small guy at all. I mean, nothing about him was small. Well, okay. So I got this suit jacket on. It's already hot. Like I already felt like it's hot in there. And now this guy, I mean, and they got those metal chairs, and the metal chairs are just bunched up as tight as you could get them. Just as tight as the metal chairs would go. Like, there's no way. You can't. It's hot. I can't breathe. Like, it's like, oh. Anyway, funeral starts, and it's already warm. And I can't, because he's a large guy. I mean, I mean all the way back, like 6'5", and probably 330 pounds. And so, I got to squeeze my shoulders together. Uh, and I can't move. Now, what you don't know is I started working out. This is actually a thing because uh, I know occasionally I act like I work out, but, I, but that was like riding bikes and like walking. I actually started lifting weights again last week, right? So I am sore because I haven't done anything in 20 years. But I got to scrunch my shoulders, and it does a couple things. It makes it feel like my armpits sweat because I can't move, and my arms are pressed up against my body as tight as they can go. And and I and I don't know them, and they're a, <laughs> they're husband and wife here, and I'm in the middle of them, and uh, and I don't feel like I can put my arms behind their backs because that's it would be weird. I mean, I was like I needed it, but it would be awkward, right? So I didn't do that. So and I, a couple times I would just like put one arm up in the air and try to stretch the best I could, but I couldn't lean too far the other way because I'd lean into his wife and this guy. Because we're in those tiny metal chairs, and there's no room in between them. Like, the metal's touching uh, each chair. So, he's on me. Like, it's hot. All right? That's it. I can't. I, anyway, I didn't mean to split them. Uh, didn't mean. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Because uh, whichever family you're with, we're probably family. Sorry, family. I don't know. Uh, didn't mean to, like, sp split your... <laughs> Have you, have you ever sat in between a, a husband and wife at a funeral that you don't know? You know, you just hopped in the family and like, uh, <laughs> they didn't say anything though. That's probably what made it more awkward. So I just am trying to turn sideways and trying to do the stretch the best I can. I did finally put my arm behind him. Not in touch him, but behind him, like just trying to stretch it out. You know, if you're watching this video, you can see what I'm doing. And, uh, so that's it. I, I, I was hot. I was sweating like crazy. Now, I walk outside. This is this is a 
I don't know if this is a blow to my, not not blow to my ego, because I don't really like, it's not like I'm this heavy ego guy, but I'm standing there with my cousin uh, and, and one of my buddies, my lifelong buddies. I'm standing there and um, I didn't, I wasn't aware. I had no idea. My kindergarten teacher is still alive. Um, I, I didn't know that. I, I, I you know, cause I, I didn't, it was my kindergarten teacher. I don't know where all the teachers ended up unless I personally knew them uh, later on. So she walks by and I'm like, hey, that's that's my teacher. In my head, hey, that's my kindergarten teacher. So she passes. Oh, and I say that. I said, look, that's my old teacher. And my lifelong friend said, yeah, I had her also in kindergarten. And my cousin it's like, that was my, hey, that was my teacher too. So now she passes by. She looks at me, nothing. She looks at my lifelong friend, nothing. My cousin, she hugs and she's like, oh, Aaron, how are you, honey? How, how have you been? Just talking to him like, like my cousin invented kindergarten. That's what it was like. It's like he literally invented kindergarten. Now, here I am. This is my, my, <laughs> obviously I didn't make an impression at all. So, um, that's it. And she walks off and I'm like, are you serious? And he's just like, yeah, man, you know, some people got it. Whatever he was saying, you know, it was like bragging it up. She didn't even know I was. And she hugged him like he invented the public school system. So I'm like, nah, man, this is stupid. So I'm like staring at her for a, not, not like mean mugging her, but I'm staring at her through the, for the window. And I'm like. Man, I got to tell this lady. I was like, I'm not letting this stand. You act like you're the greatest, like he invented good grades. So, I, so I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. I can't. I'm going outside. I'm having this talk. Uh, so I walk outside, and I say, hey, Miss Beck. And she turns around. <laughs> she turns around, and she's like, yes. And I'm like, look, I just want you to know that you just hugged that kid in there, and you acted like he invented a reading and um i don't think he did he didn't invent the alphabet he didn't invent kindergarten and you acted like this is the greatest student of your life i was like i had you you were my kindergarten teacher you don't even know who i am at all like zero and so she's like well who are you and i was like lloyd phillips now does she really remember i don't know but i was like lloyd phillips she's like oh yeah get over here and hug me real big and i stood there and talked to her for 10 minutes now does she know who i am Maybe. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, I didn't get the warm reception. And I probably, if I saw her again in three weeks, I'd try it again. Because I, I would test her just to see if she remembered. Anyway, that's silly. I don't if you, <laughs> you know how mad I was about that when that happened? I told everybody, I'm like, she didn't even know who I was at all. But I made it right. I did make it right. Good to see you, Miss Beck. <laughs> I turned out just fine. You taught me to read. Did she teach me to read? I don't know. I don't even know what grade you... What grade do kids start reading? I, I don't remember. Like, I really don't. Do, do you read in kindergarten? Like, I don't... I mean, do you read words like apple or orange because they show you pictures? I don't know if... Do you read in kindergarten? Or do you just do, like, one, two, threes and, you know, count to ten and ABCs? I, I don't know. That would, that would seem like something that you would have learned before kindergarten because of the song... Um, but I, all I know is my kids come home with homework. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little story, a secret. I'm going to let you in on a secret. 
This is secret amongst friends. Um, if you need, uh, if if uh, if you need some math done, depending on the kind of math, uh, if you need some numbers calculated pretty fast, um, I can do that. Like in my head, I can just I could I don't know I can just do numbers, but I can't do math. <laughs> like I can't I can't do geometry. Uh, I taught myself algebra, and I did know it just like for a split second uh, because I never knew it. So I taught myself that, and uh, and you know now I forgot it because I was just trying. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't know how to do math. So sixth grade, you would think. Whenever you made it through high school, and I didn't graduate college, but I went a year or two, whatever it was, and uh, and I, um, you know, you you'd think doing that that you'd have some kind of clue about math. That's what you'd think. I would think you would think that, and uh, I don't know anything about math. So sixth grade math, and she's like, uh, "Dad, can you help me?" Right? But you don't want to act dumb. Uh, but then you got to if you're me, because I look at it and I say, like, I don't even. I have no idea what that is, like at all. I don't even know, like some some graphs, some numbers on a graph and a chart, and you got to write them. Out. I don't know. I don't even know what the math's called. It's called math. I don't want to do. And then I kind of feel dumb. So when when you have been telling your kids that you're the smartest human being alive, uh, you know their whole lives. Now, once again, <laughs> am I the smartest guy alive? No, not at all. But I always say that stuff. And so now they think that you're smart right up until uh, they bring math home and they're like, hey, dad, you want to help me with this homework? And I stare at them like they got three heads. I'm like, I don't even, <laughs> like, no. No, you better let your mom because I got a lot. I'm doing so many numbers right now. You probably got to let your mom. I just got so many numbers in my head. You know, that's what I'd say. I can't even help my third grader. She's, <laughs> I can't. There's like new math they teach kids. I don't even know what it's called. Core, core math, common core math. Have you ever heard of that? This is not a math show, people. I'm just saying I don't know how to do it. So, like, what happened? Hey, whatever happened to my kindergarten teacher? Well, I don't know. We probably weren't learning math back then, but I mean, my first grade teacher. Why weren't you teaching me common core math? Because it didn't exist back then. You want to know why? Because um, I don't. <laughs> our math was fine. Why is there a new math now? The numbers are still the numbers, I thought. Not a math teacher, though. So the other day, I went to a concert at Kane's Ballroom. It was the Marcus King Band, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and I went with my cousin. And my cousin is a... Uh, he, he works security. He has for 20-something years. He has a regular job, too, but he works security at Kane's. And so he got these tickets just to go to the concert. Which was kind of cool because I wanted to go watch Marcus King, the Marcus King band. I saw him on TikTok, and uh, man, you know, sometimes I, when I tell these stories, I don't know if I've said this, but if I haven't, I'm gonna. If I have, sorry, I'm gonna repeat myself. So I saw him on TikTok. I thought he was awesome, and I'm like, hey man, you should. I'll try to help get get you to Tulsa. You know, like I'm some kind of big promoter or whatever. I'm not. I just thought like. <laughs> This guy's so awesome, I could call somebody and put this guy on the map because he was really awesome. Uh, and then the next day, I went back and, and read. Um, oh, so I looked up tickets to discover that he was already coming to Canes. And then I went back and uh, looked at what I read and watched the TikTok video again just to realize that he was in the video performing at the Grand Old Opry. Turns out people's already heard of him. 
That as it as it turns out, people know who he is. So I, anyway, I go to the concert with my cousin, which was cool because uh, because he works security, you can get in places that you wouldn't normally be. Now, I mean, there's not like that many hidden rooms. Place is what it is, but I never realized that there was a there's a balcony up there, and they only allow about 15 people up there. It has its own private bathroom. Uh, and then, you know, there's the bar area, of course, but, and, but there's tables and it's like a nice area. Cause if you ever go to the canes, you got to pack in, uh, by the stage, you know, it's just first come really first come first serve. If you get there early, you run it by the stage and you watch, you watch the show right in front of you, but you're slammed in there. You can't really move. Like you're just, you know, so as cool as it would be to watch people right in front of their face, uh, I don't really like that. So I thought the balcony was cool. I don't know if you knew about that. And like, uh, you know, the private rooms and things like that that you can go to that are behind the stage and outside the building. As, uh, anyway, that was a cool event. And the Marcus King band was, they were unbelievable. Like they're a blues, blues, uh, they're blues music. That's what they play. So I don't know if you know that guy, but man, he was super cool. So growing up, I always heard girls in France didn't shave uh, their legs or their underarms. I, have you ever heard of this? Is it, I mean, I, I don't actually know if it's a thing, but that's what I always heard. Like that, uh, girls don't shave their underarms or legs in France. I like it's a like it's a hair free for all over there. Is what I heard over there. I've never been over there, so I don't know. But I was just thinking this. I if that's the thing. And no girl shaves their arms or legs in France, which I, I just can't even fathom that. I mean, they're still supermodels from all over the world. I, I just, I don't know if it's a thing. But wouldn't that make the guys skanky in France? Wouldn't that make France guys skanky because they would date somebody who had hairy arms and hairy legs? Wouldn't that, that's gross, right? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that. Uh, but I was, <laughs> but it hit me the other day and I thought like, um, who's actually gross? The girls or the guys? Cause guys still did they, they would date the girls that, that did it. I wouldn't, I'd cut them off. There's no way I would date a girl that had hair under their arms and hairy legs. I don't, it can't be real. Like, is it real? Like, I'm, I don't know, man. Like people in the United States now think it's trendy. Well, hold up, hold up. It's not trendy. It's not trendy at all. But, you know, people, uh, uh, you'll see girls who are like, oh, I like to go all natural. And so they're on TikTok. This is where you see them. And they got hair under their arms and their legs. And they were like, no, I love it. You don't love it. Like, you don't. There's no way you can love it. You love the attention you get from it. There's no way that you think that's cool. Like, I just like to be free. Now, it's skanky. Just call it what it is. It's skanky. Guys... French guys got to be skanky. That's the, I don't know how else to word it. You got to be. Why would you let that happen? I don't know. Something I was thinking about. The only people I know, <laughs> the only people I would know who would date girls with hairy underarms and 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 uh, hairy legs probably call their grandpa or they probably they they probably call him grandpa. That's my grandpa. Nobody says grandpa. Quit saying grandpa. If you say grandpa, I don't know. I heard somebody say it the other day. If you if you say that's my grandpa, it's not your grandpa. Call him what it is. Call him. I don't know. It's just a word I don't, I don't like. You know, I, I occasionally get hung up on those things. Uh, yeah, whatever. 
Happy birthday, Grandpa. Uh, listen, love everybody. Thanks for listening in. Um, you know, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Love you.